Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Uh, I want to get us, uh, of course, uh, onto this vote in relation to student nurses. And the Irish Times headline says, Government accused of threatening student nurses like skivvies, or treating, should I say, treating student nurses like skivvies and slave labour. Uh, over the course of the pandemic, there have been, I suppose, significant focus on our student nurses who have been put at the forefront of COVID-19, working tirelessly across our hospitals. And before people start giving out to me, I know other people have worked tirelessly as well, including all the retail sector who've remained open all the way through the COVID-19, and including our journalists, by the way, and people who work on radio, now, and none of other frontline services. Now, student nurses who have been prevented from taking up part-time jobs because of COVID-19 should now be paid while on placement. Uh, this is the call for many nurses and the opposition politicians last night and today after a motion was defeated last night. Now, this motion would have provided an immediate reinstatement of the payment for student nurses and midwives who were in placement since COVID-19. Minister for Health, by the way, Stephen Donnelly, surprise, surprise, was absent from the debate and a number of TDs described it as an insult to the frontline student nurses, of course, because he's the Minister for Health, he should have been there. But anyway, uh, the 4,000 student nurses and midwives that have been working in the frontline were briefly paid. Of course, you may remember Simon Harrison stated that payment. Uh, the, the healthcare assistant, the HS, or HCA rate in the spring in recognition of their essential nature of work. And that happened in the UK as well, by the way. Student nurses in the UK were paid up to the end of the summer. Now, many are now supporting student nurses um, by saying that they have been carrying out jobs that go above and beyond their job spec, so to speak. Many are now sickened to hear that the same TDs who clapped for health workers every Thursday. Do you remember that? Wave the health workers. Give the money. Ah, no, I'm stopping clapping now. Uh, care workers during the first wave have now voted actually against the motion. For some student nurses, they rely on part-time work to help pay for the third-level education. Uh, we're told they cannot take up work outside the hospitals while they are on placement due to the risk of spreading the virus. An INMO spokesperson uh, said previously that if you're not paying students, we think it's reasonable to ask them uh, to give up their jobs that support them uh, through their studies. Or unreasonable, should I say. Uh, a survey in 2019 showed that 71% of fourth year students, nurses and midwives were considering leaving the country. 71%, think about that. Okay, three quarters almost of student nurses will leave this country after they have finished their training. 79% of them identified increases in pay and improvements in staffing and working conditions as required incentives to retain nurses and midwives in the public services area. But look, the bottom line is it's a mess. In some countries in the world, they do pay student nurses. In other countries, they don't. Australia pay them. Canada pay them. Uh, I would wonder probably Dubai and places like that will pay them. But here in Ireland, we certainly don't. Maeve is a student nurse and she joins me on the line. Maeve, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Maeve? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. I see Fina Fall, Fina Gale voted against the motion. Uh, yeah, 35 and, and 30. The Greens as well. The Greens as well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Sinn Fein and Labour voted for it, of course. Um, yeah. I mean, it must be very disappointing that these same TDs that were out clapping their hands, you know, for three or four weeks, whatever it was in a row during the, the first, I suppose, round of COVID 19, uh, you know, when we were all scared stiff that, you know, our health service would fall apart at the seams, we would all die, et cetera, et cetera. And there they were clapping every Thursday. Now here they are voting against giving you a few quid. It must be very disappointing. It's disappointing, but it's not something that we really thought that they would do, being honest. Ireland has a bad kind of history of not respecting nurses and midwives. Mm-hmm. So I can say, although, like, obviously the opposition have been really supportive, people for profit brought forward the motion. Okay. Uh, we weren't expecting it to go through. 
Um, Stephen Donnelly's used an excuse time and time again that there's supposed to be educational placement. He's like the Scarlet Pimpernel. Well, he's like the Scarlet Pimpernel at the moment. He seems to be disappearing from the doll constantly all the time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and as, as you said, it, it was insulting that he just didn't bother to turn up yesterday. Uh, the speeches in the doll were fantastic. So many TDs contacted student nurses and midwives to make sure that they were getting it right in their speeches and it was brilliant to see like they've been really really engaging with us okay but of course um he didn't bother to show up um so yeah no we we weren't expecting it for a month but, okay uh, so let, let's put things into perspective here now i know there are people yeah. around the country saying well hold on for a second i'm you know training to be an engineer or i'm training to be a mm-hmm. computer scientist or whatever it happens to be and i don't get paid so why does a student nurse want to get paid well the difference is you guys have been told you can't work part-time anywhere else yeah. because of the covid19 they don't bring infections into the hospital so they prefer you kind of limited your contact somewhat um, now, I know they have said today, now the update on the news today is, of course, that uh, the suggestion is now they may get a PUP payment as a form of compensation mm. uh, dating back to when the payment stopped. But uh, there are people who will argue, well, hold on for a second, you're training, you're in training. Um, now, I know nursing is a very different type of training because you're on the job yeah. training, you know what I mean? But you are still in training. And when you look at the figures that 71% of fourth year student nurses and midwives are considering leaving the country people will say, well, hold on, I don't want my taxpayers' money paying some student nurse to learn her skill to go off and use it in Canada or Australia or Dubai or somewhere where she's got to be much better paid. Well, I think the problem with the vote is that they've alienated us now. So we have a full workforce, say, first to fourth years now who want to leave now. So I think if they had have actually bothered to listen to what we were calling for and actually decided, hey, we'll listen to them. They're obviously putting in a crazy amount of work and going, as you said, above and beyond what we're supposed to be doing. We really would have appreciated that and we would have felt respected. But the thing is, we're discouraged and we want to, it's a really, really bad way to start off our career. I'm starting my internship in January on 1070 uh, after working as a HCA throughout the entire uh, pandemic. I started working when no one knew what COVID was going to be like. It was kind of, I didn't know what I was going to be in for. Mm-hmm. And I have significantly less responsibility when I'm working as a HDA. Obviously, it's, it's hard work. No, no one's disputing that. But it's just totally different when you're on the board as a student nurse or a nurse. Than okay, so well, then to give some people some idea, as a fourth year student nurse, mm-hmm. when you're in a hospital, I'm assuming you're in a hospital, uh, yeah. um, would you be, the, the tasks that you would be given to do, would, be that, would they be that of a full-time nurse? Yeah, yeah, sure. It's chronically understaffed. You know, like I know it's an educational placement and that's very well that they're saying that. We know that. But you're also working. The, the, health, center is so, the health sector is so understaffed that we are there filling in the gaps. And at the end of the day, we're not fulfilling our learning opportunities at the minute because so many staff are out. There's so many positions going. So we're basically, we're learning as well, obviously, but we're working. Like there's no, there's no doubt about it. And are you given the same responsibility or is there limits to the responsibility until you're fully qualified when you end this year, right? Um, Are you given the same responsibility? For example, I I don't know, are you allowed, for example, to put in an IV or are you allowed... We're not allowed to do skills such as that, but like at the the minute we're told that we're supposed to be supervised for everything. Like we haven't been supervised for everything from our first day. We've been on a ward, you know. Yeah. Just they're they're totally out of touch with what's actually going on in hospitals. And it's just really annoying. Everyone's been laughing that Stephen Donnelly is saying these are educational placements. We're kind of saying that's not what's going on in the real world. He's just totally out of sync with what's actually happening. Okay, so you're actually filling in a space that nobody yeah, else is there to do, or nobody do, else like, is there to do. Yeah, of you course. Know, yeah. Like I've heard stories. My friends um, hiding from uh, on the wards because 
if they hear there's a student nurse there, they won't put an extra HDA on the ward. Like, it's just a disgrace. We shouldn't be used as healthcare assistants. We're the, if we're there as student nurses, we should be treated as student nurses. You're, and not you're essentially as interns, yes. You're, so yes, in other words, yes. you, know, you shouldn't be given the responsibility of a nurse because mm-hmm. you and you should have a nurse beside you at all times exactly. to make sure you're doing things right because otherwise yes. that would be quite neglectful when we're talking about yeah, human beings. Yeah. You know, and do you believe there's a do you believe it's a dangerous situation when you've got people who are underqualified? With no disrespect to you, by the way, that you've yeah, got people yeah, who are underqualified who are not HCAs and who are being tasked with doing the same jobs that, in some level, that a nurse would be doing. I mean, is, is that a dangerous situation, do you believe? Yeah, in I haven't system? been in dangerous situations myself, but I can definitely see that. Not personally, by huge, the way, but for, for, for huge, patients. Huge potential. Yeah, absolutely. Huge potential for it. And, you know, it's just not good for our mental health either. You know, you can feel very overwhelmed after a day. You're mm-hmm. really, really putting in your all. You're going in to learn. And a lot of the time, you're just kind of being used, as, as you've said, as skivvies. You know, it's it's just really, really unfair for us. And are you are you planning to stay in Ireland, or are you one of the seventy one percent of the fourth year students who said they're considering leaving the country? Well, being honest, I think it's going to be higher than seventy percent after what's happening. You know, other years we've just been annoyed about how we're treated, and it's been it's been over stuff. Add COVID on top of that, and then not being paid for when we're calling out and saying we should be, we're working. And do you think you should be paid? So you believe going forward, um, you know, for good, so to speak, you believe student nurses should be paid. Now, do you believe they should be paid from year one or year two or when they get into year four? I mean, where do you believe they should be paid from? It's hard to say. I think think the idea of a bursary would be really good going forward. But with COVID, like with the understaff and because of people out sick, I think we do deserve to be paid at the minute. Okay. And then going forward, I think the bursary. And then myself, when I start my internship in January, I'm on 1070. I think it's actually disgraceful. I've worked in retail for years for more money than that. I work as a healthcare assistant for 330 more than that. And then I'm going down and pay to start off my career as a nurse. You know, So that's number one on our list for fourth years is to reinstate the HCA pay for interns. But they got last year because of COVID. COVID's still there. I'm going to be on a COVID ward for two out of four of my placements. So you're telling me that last year's interns were worth the 14 euro, but this year, even though we're still going to be looking after those patients, we're not worth it. You know, that's, that doesn't that's make a huge amount of sense. No, of course it doesn't. doesn't make any sense. Um, and by the way, in relation to your college fees, Maeve, I mean, are, are yeah. you paying college fees? Are you on a Susie? Are you paying college yeah, fees? Yeah, no, I'm paying full fees. Well, and I'm, I'm much other, brilliant. how much are the three, fees? 3,000 euro. Okay, all right. So okay. I actually, I did a course, uh, I did art for a year first, so I actually paid... Uh, seven and a half grand in my first year. Okay, well, I personally all believe all college fees for nurses and doctors should be free. They shouldn't have to pay. Uh, because, uh, but I would put a, but I would put a caveat that you might not agree with, Maeve. Uh, that the caveat is that if you leave the country within five years of qualifying, that you have to pay it back. Do you know, I, I wouldn't say no stuff because, you know, like we'd be respected through our training. The problem is we're not respected while we're training and we're done with the system when we finish. I was on a Zoom call and someone said, as soon as they finish, they are never going to work for the HSE again. And you know what? Can you blame us? Like, we're literally being used for free every day, filling in staff, filling in for staff members for free. Of course, we don't want to work here anymore. We're done with it. Okay, somebody did text in, by the way, says, Niall, although they may be paying three and a half to four thousand euro for their college fees, go to any other country or many other countries in the world. Uh, I wouldn't say any, but many other countries in the world, they would be paying a lot more than that. Uh, third level education is subsidised in our state by the taxpayer. Well, we're, high, we're highest in the EU, so that's, okay. that's quite untrue. Like, okay, all right, okay. Okay, let me, I want to yeah. go to Laura. Stay there for a second, because Laura, you're a student mm-hmm. nurse as well. You're in your second year. Hi, Niall. Hi, Laura. Uh, you're, you're not surprised by this vote against this. You're not surprised by the motion, no? 
No. <laughs> well, I, well, I wasn't. But I'll be honest with you. I was surprised because, you know, Simon Harris and Leo Varadkar and everybody else were all clapping their hands on every Thursday like everybody else. So I was surprised they voted against it. Niall, I was watching the motion yesterday morning and as soon as I seen that Minister Donnelly didn't even bother to turn up, I was like, oh, well, look, I think that's enough said, really. There, so there's no, I there's the disrespect surprised. immediately. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think they come out earlier, or Fianna Fáil did something earlier about the work that student nurses do for a second and third year isn't real work. It's not until their fourth year that it's real work. Right, okay. Real, real right. work. Real, real work, work. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I, well, like, okay. I, guess I can't say any more than Maeve did there because, like, everything she said has kind of hit the nail on the head. Like, that's what it is like. Okay, I, well maybe both answer this text. The text came in here now, both those ladies that you have on, surely when they joined nursing and when they went into the profession in the first place, they knew what it was all about. They knew they wouldn't get paid during training and they knew what the fees entailed and they knew what the job entailed. So why are they moaning about it now? Well, Laura, do you want to answer that? I, I'm not moaning. I did know. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> I did know. Uh, and I'm, I still made that decision. Like, I am a mature student, so... Yeah. I mean, it is a vocation. I, I get it. It's a vocation. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not something that... It's not everybody's cup of tea. I certainly would never want... The sight of blood, I'd be on the floor. Uh, Maeve, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you knew... I mean, what about that argument that, you know, you know what you're getting into? In the UK, by the way, it's the same. You don't get paid during training either in the UK. And you'll actually pay higher for your fees. Um, so, I mean, what about that argument? Yeah, my mom is a nurse, so I knew exactly what I was in for. But, you know, it's, it's a professional degree now. There's so many ways to go with nursing. I thought it seemed like a really exciting career. No one understood that there was going to be a pandemic. That's, that's our big thing. We're not asking um, for much. We're asking to be paid because we're working during a global pandemic. We're putting ourselves and our families at risk. You know, we didn't, we didn't know this was going to happen. We didn't know we'd have to work through this. You know, you have to realise we're being told that if we don't go to placement and if we don't fulfil our errors, we won't be able to qualify. We need to... Um, put in a certain amount of hours to qualify as nurses. It's by the NMBI, which is the nursing board. So, you know, no one thought that we'd be putting ourselves in dangerous situations like this every day for free. I think that's outrageous to just expect that of us. Well, I see, I mean, Laura, I don't know if it makes you feel any better. The latest update on the story is now, of course, is that Anne Rabbit has suggested, of course, that because you weren't available to take up a second job, in other words, like most students who would be studying whatever it is, could do a part-time job in a restaurant or bar or whatever, and you weren't available to do that because the HSE asked you not to do that, that you will yeah. be entitled to most likely a PUP payment backdated uh, to when they stop paying you. Does that take the sting out of it a little bit? It's a small gesture, isn't it? Well, yeah, it'll be a couple of grand, won't it? Get you, through the, get you through the Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but going forward, Laura, you believe that students... Laura, from what year? Do you believe first, second year, third year, fourth year? Or just in the final year and fourth year you should be paid? When do you think you should be paid from? For me personally, first year, like... I, I only got to do one placement in first year because... I was supposed to be out for March, April, but obviously they wouldn't let us out on placements as student nurses, just as healthcare assistants. Yeah. So for me personally, for first year, I didn't really learn any, well, not anything, but I didn't learn what I was supposed to be learning. So okay. I don't know, like when, definitely they expect more from you from second year on anyway in the hospital. Okay, so, so so you believe maybe from once once you're in the hospital, so to speak, and being used as a skivvy. <laughs> as, well, I think uh, once you find your feet and you know what you're supposed to, it's mm. expected of you, yeah. then 
maybe, yeah. Yeah, and you're actually... Like, I, I spend 100 euro a week travelling to Caitlin's. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I know it's difficult. I get, I, I I know it's difficult. Euro a week. And Laura, <laughs> Laura, I mean, what, what's your plan in two years' time? I, I, or, well, three years' time, well, three, three, two and a half-ish. And what's your plan? Are you going to stay in Ireland in the HSC? Are you going to the NHS? Well, what are you going to do? I have, tr- I have three kids, so I'd be, <laughs> I'd be staying where I am. <laughs> okay, so you're going to stay in Ireland. All right, okay, okay, good. If there's any jobs. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. you're not guaranteed a job when you're finished either, so. Yeah, uh, Neve, Austra- or Maeve, should I say, Australia is calling, is it? Australia, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think okay. uh, right. <laughs> my entire year we were saying that last night. Everyone was putting up polls saying Dubai or Australia. The so. Dubai are the big players, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. I know. I know. I know of a teacher <laughs> who's out in Dubai, and my God, they're going to have enough for a deposit in a house just after three or four months' yeah. work. It's ridiculous the money they're paying, and it's tax free. Uh, yeah. But but in saying that, see, here is the problem. Ireland is a small country. And the reason many nurses and midwives and doctors head from Ireland over to the NHS or to Australia or Canada, wherever it happens to be, is it's not just about the money. It's about the opportunities for, you know, to upskill more training in different departments. Absolutely. And we're never going to have that in this country. We're a small country with five million people. So we don't have those kind of, you know, the, the huge services they would have in those countries. So... How do we keep nurses in this country? Yes, by respecting them and treating them well. That's one way of doing it. And I believe the education should be free. I don't believe you should have to pay college fees at all. Provided, and as I said, I would put a caveat in there, Laura, and say you have to stay in the country. Would that be a good idea, Laura? Um, so in other words, I, stay here for I, five I, years and it's for free. Once you qualify, stay for five years. That's grand. But if you don't stay for five years, we want our money back off you for training you. Yeah, well, I, I, it's a fair statement to make, isn't it? You know, put back in what you're after getting. Right, okay. I, like, I, I, it's, see, that's a hard one, because, like, people emigrate every year. You know, you can't... I don't know. I know, I know you're kind of forcing people's lifestyles. I get it. I get it. I I mean, you're just trying to control people's lifestyles, but you are, you know, the government do have a responsibility to taxpayers' money. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, look, ladies, it's been lovely talking to you, and I hope hope you do get looked after and respected and get the respect that you both deserve uh, for working on the front line and from everybody uh, around the country. I'm sure we appreciate the work that you all do.